Welcome to Playdate Podcast. The podcast where each episode we discover a new song sent in by a complete stranger. I'm Slow Magic. I'm an anonymous mass musician that never speaks. And I'm Dream Angel, creative director, and I make pretty things. Welcome to episode number one. It's the first one. Welcome to our podcast. Here we are. Welcome to our first episode. So you may not have ever heard me speak before, and this may not be a complete sentence, but this is my first time speaking, so I'm kind of new at that, but... How does it make you feel? It makes me feel human. I feel human. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So yeah, I mean... This is our first episode, so let's explain to the listener a little bit about who we are and what we're going to do. All right. Who wants to start? You go. My name is Dream Angel, but you can call me Mariel. That's my name. And I am about five foot three, and I have blonde hair. I really don't know how to go into introducing myself. That's kind of That's pretty much everything. You covered everything. Yeah, that's like all of my That's like that's, what That's like what people think I do, which is interesting. I'm slow magic. I like long walks. I actually just like any long walk. And um But how tall are you? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> you to get all I have not measured since I was like 6. So I'd you're have to like go, probably, how, how tall is a six? You're like four foot 11. I'd have to go back you're, to my parents' how house. How tall are six-year-olds? Seven foot. That'd be like a really, four foot 11 would be like a tall six-year-old, to be honest. If I went back to my parents' house, I did have like the markings on the door. I could just text them. All right, why don't you do that? I do have parents. That's something you may not know about me. True. But so, <laughs> okay, so... Welcome to our podcast. It's called Playdate, and... Um, I feel like that was all the info they needed to know about us. Yeah. Cool. Me too. That's why I'm moving on. Okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So, our goal for this podcast is to listen to a new song every week, discuss it, and talk to the person who made the song. And, yeah. And to discover new music outside of the algorithms from, like, Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you listen to your podcast. All those name-dropped places. Yeah. <laughs> those places suck. No, they don't. Actually, thank you, Spotify, for hosting this podcast. We love you. <laughs> and Apple. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Apple. Anyway. What we're trying to say it, is that we're just trying to break free of the algorithms because it they make it so hard to find new music without feeling like being, like without feeling like something's being sold to you, and I just don't like that. Definitely. Like, I feel like I've been having a hard time finding new music lately. Like, literally some of my favorite songs that I found lately on Spotify, I found out were literally fake songs. And (laughs) I don't know 
if you guys know about that, but just Google like Spotify fake artists, you will be mind blown, but I'm not going to get into that today. Today's, that's like a whole other podcast. That's another story for another day. Um, and Spotify, if you're listening, uh, hey, what's up? And you have really like good songs. Yeah, no, the fake songs are awesome, but it just makes me feel a little weird. So, um, yeah, so thanks for listening. And also, we got, like, a lot of song submissions. And it has been seriously so fun to listen to them. And we've listened to all of them. So far, there's more. Like, right now, we're getting more, so that's awesome. So keep sending them. Just send them once, though, and make sure that yeah, you... Yeah, please only send your song once. And only send one song, because when you send multiple songs, it puts us in a very weird position. Yeah, and also, please make sure you made the song, not just, like, a song you stole and said was yours. Because we have gotten that. Yeah, we we won't... Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, if you do want to submit a song, you can at slowmagic.cool, that's my website, slash podcast and it will be in the show notes anyways is there anything going on anything that we should tell the listener the one yeah listener about um hey listener so guess what we started a patreon well i i started a patreon and we're both doing stuff on there it's actually at patreon.com slash slow magic and this is a good way for you if you want to get more involved in our podcast or my live show and all that i'm going to be putting up unreleased music special giveaways and you have access to our special group chat with dream angel and i and you can even ask questions that we will answer on this podcast as well as get shout out get a shout out on here so you just get shout out you get shout out but yeah so this is a fun thing that we've started that will help us stay a little more independent and connect more directly with you and it's really exciting. And we also need to get another microphone. We're only using one mic, guys. So please help us out. Join the Patreon. We love you. And how do they join your Patreon? You go to patreon.com slash slowmagic and you insert your credit card to the screen. You can also get a link to the Patreon in the show notes. That's right, Dream. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like an ad. So cool. cool. Um, more like a plug, but... So now it's time for another segment. Actually, the first segment we've ever had. And this segment is called Dream Angel's Fun Facts. And this week, I could not choose one. And I read a lot of facts. I read hundreds of facts. Wow. I know, right? But I don't know which one is the first one to share. Do you think I should share the one that's the most interesting, in my opinion? Or the least interesting? Least. (laughs) Let's start, like with the weakest and end on the strongest. All right. First of all, did you know that Bluetooth technology was named after a 10th century king, King Harold Bluetooth? The United, that united Denmark and Norway, just like the wireless technology, united computers and cell phones? Whoa. I know, right? <laughs> Wait, so did he have an actual Bluetooth? Yeah. When I honestly imagine him, I think of like, the Burger King, for some reason, wearing a Bluetooth. Like, the first one. Headset? Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's, like, so outdated, but... So, I What mean, do you imagine? What do you see when I said I that? I just pictured, like, a really kind of 
evil looking guy with a blue tooth like he's smirking <laughs> but i mean he he united denmark in where and norway that's cool so now they're the same country yeah oh yeah that's cool actually i remember seeing something about the logo being like an ancient like nordic thing so that's pretty sick actually <laughs> so you should look up bluetooth name and you'll see what we're talking so about. So he looks more like a Viking than anything. I just don't know if any of these are accurate. I don't know where they got that from. Well, it's literally a fact, so. If you. If Mariel Dream Angel says it, it's a fact. It's true. And I don't quite know if all of my facts are 100% up today. Some could be proven wrong, but I did Google them and I think But they are out. legally facts. Yeah, they are legally facts. Okay, next one. Did you know that it rains diamonds on Saturn and Jupiter, or it has rained diamonds on Saturn and Jupiter? Saturn and Jupiter? Wow, is that, that's crazy. I don't believe that, but like, kind of want to go get some diamonds. I know, right? Like Elon Musk, please give us some airplanes to go to get those diamonds. I like that when I searched up this fact, one of the related questions is, does it rain diamonds on Saturn, NASA? I don't know what that means. <laughs> Do you means. think the person was trying to ask Google and like maybe they thought it was like ask Jeeves but to whoever they put at the end so they're like hey NASA. I don't know but I feel like it's a very stressful question for NASA. All right are you ready for my next one? Yes. Flowers and plants in general are known to grow faster if they are listening to music. Is that is that real? Yes. That's so cool. I have some new plants in my studio like we are pretty not good at keeping plants, would you say? Honestly, I'm not lying. That plant does look bigger. Well, I play a lot of music in here. I mean, <laughs> I need to play it louder. True. I think you have to throw away your headphones now. Yeah, I should put the headphones on the plants. True. That is so brilliant. You are so clever. Okay, and my favorite. This is the last fact, and it's my favorite fact. And this is from Fun 1999 Facts. Nice. In 99, hackers revealed a security flaw in Hotmail that permitted anybody to log into any Hotmail account using the password A at the time, like E-H, like A. Oh, E-H, like a Canadian thing? <laughs> sure. At the time, it was called the most widespread security incident in the history of the web. Wow. I think I had a Hotmail at one point. A? <laughs> I had one too. A poor Canadian. Raise your hand if you had a Hotmail account. Wow. Poor Canadian people. Because, like, everyone's typing that password in up there in the north. As someone who's... Was that the best fact? That was my favorite fact. That is crazy. That like... any, any Hotmail account... And I feel like my mom still uses a Hotmail account. Like, I feel like people still use Hotmail accounts. So... I don't know if your mom should be using one. Yeah, I don't know why she still uses a Hotmail but account. But, like... Think of all the like blingy animated gifts that were stolen by those. My hackers. mom still uses blingy too. Blingies? Yeah. Really? No, she's never done. I don't even think she knows. Have her send me one. <laughs> she doesn't use that. That was amazing. Okay, so those were some freaking fun facts. Thank you for sharing those. Comment below which one's your favorite. I feel smarter, and I feel like everyone listening should feel smarter too. Yeah, those were some really like useful facts for your daily lives. Also, if you guys out there have fun facts, send them directly to Dream Angel. Um, but don't send them to me because these are a surprise. 
I yeah. don't know any of these. So Which is the hardest part of my fun facts is I've learned so many fun facts that I just can't keep to myself. That's awesome. So slow. What is one thing that you have been into this week? Ooh, one thing I've been into this week? Yes. Well, hmm, let me think. So I have been, you know how when I went through all my stuff at my parents' house? Yeah. A while back, I found some old Nintendo magazines. Mm-hmm. And we put them in the bathroom. And so <laughs> I've been yeah. reading those. So I came across something like super crazy that I never knew about and that I've been so interested in figuring out more about. And so this is called the Nintendo Fusion Tour. This happened between 2003 and 2006. And this is what they describe it as. A groundbreaking fusion of music, video game, and lifestyle. Did you look up reviews about this festival? I didn't look up reviews yet, but I did look up a lot of stuff. So basically, <laughs> this is what Wikipedia has to say. Nintendo Fusion Tour was a touring rock music and video game festival sponsored by Nintendo, which began in 2003. Nintendo's Fusion Tour provided early exposure for then-developing bands such as Hawthorne Heights, Evanescence, Story of the Year, My Chemical Romance, Fall Out Boy, and The Starting Line. Kind of like sounds like the Warp Tour or something. Yeah. So basically, it's like the Warp Tour, but Nintendo. Huh. And like, I just feel like there's this crazy image in my head of like all these emo kids and scene kids with like Nintendo games and like what this kind of weird scene would have been like. Like, there's actually a video on YouTube of Fallout Boy like getting interviewed by like this Mario. random. Hmm? Mario. Not Mario. <laughs> like this random girl that like must work for Nintendo. And it's just like so awkward and like weird. Like they're kind of saying inappropriate stuff and she doesn't know how to respond. And like basically. That sounds horrible. It's a very like it's not horrible in the sense that they're being offensive to her. But they're just being like really like the guys. It's basically. I'm gonna play a soundbite right now. Obviously this is Nintendo Fusion Tour and we've got video games behind us and what have you. So have you guys gotten a chance to play anything yet? Who wants yeah. to take that one? Joe yeah. has. <laughs> I played Zelda. Okay. Pete Wentz or whatever, he's like, oh yeah, we played the new Zelda, that's pretty sick. It's just like a weird cross section of 2000s bands and video games. like. There's like these awesome 2000 bands right next to GameCube and Game Boy Advance games that you could play. So I feel like this event kind of sums up my childhood in one building. It's like, cause I was so into the bands that they seem to feature, but also obsessed with like GameCube and stuff. So do you remember listening to any of these bands that I mentioned? What were they again? Hawthorne Heights. I didn't listen to Hawthorne Heights until I met you. <laughs> That's more like a recent thing for us. And for we, you. And we only listened to one song. And we only listened to it when we are in one state. I was like a big Story of the Year fan. Like, I had their t-shirts, but I don't know a song by them now. I never had heard of them until you. But, like, My Chemical Romance, Fall Out Boy, I wasn't, like, a big fan of, but I kind of was a part of that scene, I guess. Like... I don't listen to either of those bands. And Evanescence... Shout out. Shout out. I never truly listened to them, but like I always respected that song. When you say Evanescence, I honestly think of Enya. I don't know what that means. The part in that song by Evanescence where he's like, I've been living a lie. <laughs> There's nothing inside. That's my favorite part. That's my favorite part of music. 
if you want to go look up the what song is that Evanescence song? I don't know. The acapella for the Evanescence hit. He kind of whispers. What sings, is that song called? Wake me up inside. Oh, it's called. Wake, wake me, me up. up. It's okay. got a really cool acapella isolation, but anyway. but it's honestly if you're feeling down or just like you need just a little pick me up, go listen to that because true you will laugh. But that is the thing I've been into this week, and that I really wish I could take a time machine back and attend. Can I tell you the most interesting part of that for me? Yes. I didn't know that those magazines were anything but like a decoration in our bathroom. Well, they're something that I read. I didn't know. I thought they've never moved. I love that magazine, Nintendo Power. I just don't think it's around anymore. Hmm. But that's fine. Um, dream, Angel. What's something you've been into this week? I couldn't choose one. I'm really bad at choosing things. So. Well, that's okay. We have time. True. But I will start with lately. We have been... I don't know how to explain it. Lying up against the wall with our legs up mm. and meditating at night. And it's kind of my new favorite thing. Nice. I think the YouTube we watched called it Legs Upon... Legs up against the wall. I think that's the name of it. I mean, there's like a name that's like a yoga name. It's a restorative yoga pose that's super helpful with a bunch of things that you have to Google. But that's one of them. Another one of them, I'm not going to go too deep into them because... Well, can I just say that I've been doing that too and it's really cool. Like it makes my legs feel like great afterwards. Yeah, it, dra it like drains your legs of... I honestly don't know the scientific blood. Blood. Well, like apparently, it drains out. What did they say? It was so weird. All of the dirty blood from your legs, and when you stand up, it like dirty blood. Dirty blood. It like flushes clean blood. I feel like dirty blood sent us a song this week. <laughs> I don't know. That sounded really gross. Yeah, but no, it's cool. It it definitely like it took me a little bit of getting used to. I'm not the most flexible yoga person yet. But it really helps relax your leg muscles. So if you're having any leg pain or back pain, it just truly helps. And when you stand up, it feels crazy. And it helps you fall asleep. And it helps deal with anxiety and all of this stuff. So we've been doing that with these meditation minis, this podcast. And that has been one of my favorite things. But also, I have the hardest time falling asleep. And we have been listening to a... Sleep Hypnosis by a guy named Michael Seeley on YouTube. And that is one of my favorite things because before that, I could not really sleep ever. I would just stay up for like a half an hour just like stressing about anything I could think of to stress about. Like just thoughts. Yeah. And that has been one of my favorite things. And also face massages. I didn't really know how to talk about that with you. But that's been one of my favorite things. You got a face massage? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have like face massaging oh, rolling things face yeah massage. i just love oh it. like your jade rollers yeah nice i know about this yeah i've been using those secretly have you been cleaning them uh secretly <laughs> yes okay. no yeah i i like michael seeley like one of my favorite things about the video <laughs> we fall asleep to every night now is the top comment is like someone who's like Used to be it couldn't sleep without a doobie. Now I just sleep with my Sealy. It's it's like the best. The comments on that YouTube video just show like the best community that there is. 
of all these like people who have severe insomnia. And honestly, my other favorite part of that, other than that comment, obviously, is the intro. Like, I can't sleep without the intro. If you started it after <laughs> the intro, which is basically a warning to not listen to it while operating, whilst operating... Heavy machinery? No, not not heavy machinery, just machinery. He says tractors, I feel like. <laughs> In my memory. Yeah, he says bulldozers and whatnot. Um... If, if you skip that part and just go directly into the meditation part, I can't fall asleep. Like Yeah, you get super mad if I like start it early. <laughs> it just drives me crazy. But no, it's like the whole experience for sure. I feel like I'm not sure if he's hypnotizing us from the very start or if it's once he starts saying his voice is getting deeper. Well, it's kind of like a meditation and hypnosis. I don't know much about the difference, but... And we honestly have no idea what happens at the end of it because we're both like out like a light. Yeah, no one's heard the end. He might be putting like a Squarespace ad in there. And you can see the comments that no one knows what happens at the end. It's true. Everyone's like, I fell asleep before I finished typing this. Yeah. Comment. But so yeah. If you're sleep. having trouble sleeping, I highly recommend it with awesome. melatonin. That's another key awesome. factor. So you're into those things this week that's yeah i sick. sound so spiritual but well you are <laughs> <laughs> so awesome that's that's the segment of the show called what we're into this week so <clears throat> what are you drinking mare dream angel you can call me mare we're not used to speaking to each other on a microphone so what are you drinking i am drinking trader joe's green tea with honey Nice. I'm even though, wait, sorry. Even though <laughs> we're vegan, I still have honey. Oh, no one knows that we're vegan, so okay. that's cool. Um, I'm that's drinking, uh, if you were curious what I was I drinking. I was about to, but you have, you didn't let me ask. I'm drinking some <laughs> carbonated coffee, which is my own little recipe. Half coffee, half carbonated water. Sounds crazy. Tastes kind of crazy. <laughs> It grosses me out 100%. I didn't like my nervous laugh there. I'm trying to sell this okay. to you guys, but you don't have to drink it. I'm weird. Which type of coffee? Mm. Some kind of really strong cold brew. That's why it's better with the water. Fun fact, Slamagic drinks like um, more coffee than water each day. <laughs> yeah, I... I drink a lot of coffee. It's like, well, what time is it right now? Like, okay, it's 1114 <laughs> and I'm drinking coffee and somehow I'll be able to fall asleep. Maybe it's the hypnosis. Who knows? <laughs> I feel like you're like, ah, oh, time to go to bed. Now it's my, now it's my nightly cup of coffee. My before bed cup of joe. It's a little, it's a little eerie. I mean, I'm so used to caffeine. I got that tolerance. And I don't drink coffee anymore, so. Oh no. You don't? No, I don't. So I drink tea. That's I cool. I love tea. Can I just get my phone? Rustling a lot. Yeah, that's why I was kind of... Is it cold? Or... Can you just take this and put it somewhere else? I didn't realize I had the loudest thing ever. <laughs> that would be interesting. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Okay, we can begin. We don't have to restart. Just go. I know. I'm waiting for the silence. <laughs> hey. This. 
Just <laughs> keep all this in. Yeah. This week's song is AM Weather by SFC. I feel like a radio <laughs> host. Okay, I... here's the song. Here it is. I'm like sitting over here like headbanging to this. It's so I like I like this song. I love it. It's sick. It's very positive feeling song. Just yeah. puts you in a good mood. So let's discuss this song. Like, okay. I like that it's short and sweet. Like that is a minute and thirty seconds, but I feel like I feel like a lot happens. Like it's a very it's like an emotional journey totally. in a way, which is just a nice feeling in a song to have that much emotion in such a short amount of time. True. I feel like it has like this emotion of, to me, kind of like happy and sad, which I feel like I always like songs that do that. Like you kind of are like wondering which it is and, or what you are. Like, are you happy or sad? <laughs> like while you're listening to it or just in general? Like, I'm like, am I happy or sad? Like, Don't you think that depends? In life. <laughs> On, like, the situation? True. But, like, it's kind of, like, melancholic. Is that the word? A word? I just... I don't really see it as that. Well... But I understand but why emotion, you say that. Yeah. No, I feel you. I totally... I mean, that's what's crazy is, like... I'm not crazy at all is that we can see such different things in life. To, to me, I feel like it feels like a hopeful start of the day. And that's maybe because the name of it is AM Weather. True. And before that, maybe I felt differently. But once I heard that, I was like, it is like the optimistic feeling at the start of a day. True. The name definitely evokes this morning. For me, it makes me think about the crisp, like cold morning. Like... We've recently been having actually some cold mornings like um, we wake up earlier lately and go outside for a walk and it's like got this crispy feeling of nice air and there's birds chirping. Which is weird for us because we live in Arizona. 
Yeah, it's weird because it's usually an oven here. And but this morning we had like um <coughs> sorry. But this morning we had like a like on the weather app it said a chance of snow. Which zero, is, zero percent. Well it was zero percent, but still the snow came up because it was only thirty degrees. So it's not summer all the time. But anyways, back to the song. What was your favorite part of the song? Honestly, I really like the vocals and we actually have spoken to Matthew already and there's some cool stuff going on with the vocals. Maybe I'll leave for the interview for him to tell you. But I thought the vocals were so cool and organic and like fit really well in there. And you kind of find out why, but <laughs> spoiler alert. I, I agree. I no just, spoilers. I don't know how to like talk about this without revealing anything, <laughs> but I agree. I think they're really a strong part that like help the overall emotional feeling of the song that I mentioned earlier that's so like uplifting and positive. It's like singing in the morning, you know? Not that I do that, but it'd be like if I did sing in the morning. Like playfully. Yeah, like I don't know, like you in the don't, shower or something. You don't do that. Not okay, sometimes. I've never like, heard you actually. I'm not a big singer. Well there's Another thing that is sick in there that I like is this cassette tape. Oh, true. Sample. Um, and I mean, okay, I'm just going to say it. We talked to Matthew and he did go to thrift stores and sample cool random cassettes. And it, it really is a cool start and end to the track. Like it feels very organic and like playful, just like the vocals do. True. I like that too. Like I have here, like so we've took notes. I have here a dance in slow motion. I feel like I picture kind of like a slow motion scene of feeling like dancing in slow motion because it's like, it is very rhythmic and dancey. Like I find myself dancing in my chair to it. Like, not like, okay, head, head nodding, but like now I'm picturing like, for some reason when I said that I pictured like a minion dancing in a chair. And that's not what I'm thinking. <laughs> I can't picture that. Actually, it is what I'm thinking, but not what I meant to say. I wrote dancing through time. That's cool. Like a minion dancing through time? No, but like <laughs> dancing through time. Isn't that weird? That's not weird. I think that's cool. No, that we both wrote it. Oh, like dancing in slow motion. That and is... I said dancing through time. That is very similar. That's just like kind of... The same, but totally different. Whoa. I feel like <laughs> Kidding. there's a word that I would describe this song as. Which is? Smooth. I said fluid. Totally. Like, I feel like it has this, like, kind of smooth energy. It's all kind of fits together. And it's like, it's very chill, but at the same time, it's not, like, sleepy. It's very upbeat. Like, I feel like it's so, like, full of motion yeah. or something. I don't know how to properly describe how I feel but I well, feel like it is very it's in a very chill way yeah like what um I'm trying to think of like what other songs do you think this might go with in a playlist or something uh-huh um I literally feel like it I literally feel like <laughs> I feel like it would go with um you're going to have to help me remember the name of this song. 
and who this song is by, but I really, Beat Culture. Oh, yeah. Um, beat Culture. But what's the song called? Before You Go. Before You Go. That song, oh, that's a good song. We should play a little bit of that song right now. I feel like that has a very similar vibe. I'm trying to think of what else it would go with. I think that like I hear, not that it sounds like it all, but I feel like there's like, could fit after a Tycho song. Oh, totally. But, Before a beat culture song. Yeah, but it also has like, the kind of a little dark and like bassy drums that could go into some kind of like, like a wave mob artist or song from Wave Mob, like Clem X or something? I think it reminds me of Heart and Soul by Chrome Sparks. True. I think it could fit within like either of our suggestions. That's a true classic. That is a true classic. <laughs> I feel like we're like one part NPR um, people and one part um, what's another thing? Like, all over the place. <laughs> People who don't know how to do a podcast yet, but are trying. And we're doing great. Okay. Let us know in the comments below. If you think it's more of his <laughs> suggestion or my suggestion. See, we don't even know that podcasts don't have comments yet. That's how new we are at this. No, we do know. That's why it's funny. True. That was my joke. <laughs> okay, so we have come to the part of the podcast for a new segment called... It's actually the first time doing it. This segment's called... So all the segments are new. <laughs> <laughs> this segment's called hashtag mood AF. But that like might change, so don't... So don't... We need to have a little space for the theme song. Hashtag mood AF. Where each episode we think of a setting that this song would fit perfectly in. So this week, which is yours? Mine would be, this might be really personal, but I imagine it like when I lived in New York City and I'd walk in the very early mornings to school or whatever. I'm just like walking, listening to music and it was just like so cold and it was like fall and it was all vibrant. I feel like it would fit perfectly there. Could you see your breath? Yes. And how cold? You know, like New York City mornings in fall right before winter is... Honestly, like it was this morning here, like 30 degrees, probably warmer, I don't know. Like a sunny fall morning right before it turns to winter and everything feels lucid and you're just happy because everything seems so hopeful. I love that about early mornings. That's awesome. So hopeful. What about you? Mine is similar, and I think I'm being like guided a bit by the name and the artwork. But so the artwork for this song is we learned taken in Tokyo, right? So I picture like a crisp morning in Tokyo. You get up, you go outside, you hit up the convenience store, <laughs> you grab like some snacks, and it's what like, would you grab for your snack? I would grab like a rice ball, like an onigiri with tuna and 
or just a plain one. And I would get like a little coffee can because that's like my dream come true. And um, yeah, I would just like in this scenario of this song, you're walking down the road and there's cherry blossoms falling and it's early morning fog and it looks just like my desktop like, background. You're just thinking of your desktop right now. Yeah, my desktop background is literally what I'm explaining. So I may not be that creative, but I feel like this song fits perfectly in that, that vibe and aesthetic. And I miss, I want that. I want to go there again um, as soon as possible. So yeah, that has been <laughs> Mood AF. And that has been this song. Overall, like, I have to say this song is amazing. And this being our first episode, I think it's the best song we've ever done. I agree. <laughs> it is. It's totally, it's perfect. So. And thank you to Matthew for sending it to us. Who we are about to talk to. So let's grab our phone and give him a call. All right. Even though we already did it. <laughs> let's give him a call. So we're here with Matt, yeah. also known as SFC. Um, yeah, welcome to Playdate. Hey, thanks for having me. So yeah, we um, have been listening to your song this week, and we really enjoy it. And yeah, we're stoked to have you on here. Um, Our first question is, so what is the first thing you do when you start working on a song? Or what do you usually start with? The first thing I always start with I never necessarily have an idea in mind, but I like to kind of just go to Goodwill and buy a bunch of random cassette tapes or records and listen to them. And eventually, like, something will catch my ear and be like, ooh, I like this thing. And then I'll kind of end up looping it for way too long, maybe 20 minutes or so, and get like, oh, yeah, like, this is great. And I'll kind of live with it for a while, and then eventually it becomes more and more fleshed out. So I'll, like, I'll go to work, listen to it, and be like, hey, what if I did this? And I'll text myself all these notes and just start adding and adding and adding. And that's sort of how I come up with pretty much everything. Nice. So um, I guess that leads me to the question, like, that's cool. Like, So are you using like samples from the like, thrift store stuff? Typically, yes. This song actually samples something I found on the obscure media subreddit. It was a bunch of Columbia TV identifications and bumps. And something about it just, like, jumped out at me. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. This somehow reminds me of, like, the Weather Channel when I was younger and, like, kind of vapor wavy. I don't know. That's where I was going with it. But that's not where it landed, yeah. so. What do you mean, like, the Weather Channel? That's so cool. The When I was little, um, I don't know how old you are. I am 33. The Weather Channel almost always played like weird soft jazz, but it sounded echoey or like someone was playing music not through the TV, but like through a cassette player into a mic through the TV. And that's sort of what reminded me of it, where it's like several steps removed from the actual audio itself. Nice. That's awesome. Like I didn't identify any samples in there, but I felt like I was kind of like wondering where some of the sounds were from. So that's really awesome. Uh, the sample is almost always destroyed by the time I get done with the song because I love to like take an idea and just like run with it and then like repeat it. This song in particular has like, uh, like 
I'm counting, like two or three chord layers and seven pluck layers, plus like vocals and like a pad. So like the only real part of the sample comes in at the end where he's speaking in Spanish and like actually introducing like the TV program. Okay, nice. Yeah. Do you have like a favorite part of the song? My favorite part of the song is uh, right when the vocals start coming in. Because I, to me, I have no musical background, which makes making music pretty difficult. So working with vocals is, it's weird to even call them vocals. It's sort of like a hum where like, you, you hear like a female vocal start. And working with that was like probably my favorite part. I had this looping probably like three hours. And I do that for pretty much every song. So my girlfriend ends up like humming along and like singing along to the songs, even though there's no song there. And I had her record that in like a little audio recorder that I used to do like field recording and ended up putting that in. And at the very end, like she starts laughing and she's like, oh, my voice was quivering because I started laughing. And I think that was like my favorite part of the song. It's very like a DIY aesthetic. That's awesome. Yeah, I was actually going to ask about the vocals because and that's really awesome because I was going to ask you if you like sample those from like a professional like recording or something like a real professional vocalist. Like they sound really like nice. So that's so crazy that it's just so like organic and playful. Yeah, I I actually watched someone trying to like learn how to process vocals and gave up halfway through because I was like, this doesn't sound anything like that. And I ended up liking it sounding as raw as it was, just as it was. Nice. It definitely works for that. Oh, I'm glad it works. It's pretty sweet. As a creative person, what do you do when you get like frustrated or you run out of ideas? Yeah, when I when I like hit like a creative block or get frustrated, I end up switching mediums. So like, oh, it's like I can't figure out like what to do with any of like the thirty songs that I've started and never finished. So I will switch over to be into like painting or even like a paint by number, just something to not think about what I'm like struggling to come up with. And it ends up always like relaxing me enough to where it's like, oh yeah, now I know what to do. That's awesome. That's a good idea. I never thought about that. So you're pretty uh, multi-talented, it sounds like, or you like to work in a lot of different mediums. I do. I It's really fun to explore out kind of like, I went to school for graphic design, so like making art in the computer is like too. very natural. Oh, cool. But for, for me, like I did that very early on in my career and it sort of killed the passion for me and took many years to get it back. The whole like revision process with clients and like someone asking for something that's just, I didn't want to do is very like heartbreaking. So now it's very much like, oh, I'll make cute little things or like just do kind of whatever I want. So you're like a fully independent, creative, do what you want. Exactly. That's awesome. That's kind of like what we want exactly for this podcast. So um, so I had, a, I had noticed that your name for your project is SFC. Your handle on Twitter is Super Famicom, which I'm curious how you scored that. But my question is, what is your favorite Super Nintendo game? My favorite Super Nintendo game is Chrono Trigger for nice. a lot of reasons. Like, I, I loved everything about it as soon as I, I saw, like, the first little ad for it come out. I remember saving up money, mowing yards to go to Toys R Us to buy the game 
which was like $70, which was really high for a Super Nintendo game. And then like getting it and then like playing it. I think I have probably like 60 hours just playing through the game. And I frequently, honestly, when I'm at work now, I will put on like a speed run of the game and just kind of have it as background noise. Nice. Um, I've never played Chrono Trigger, but I know the soundtrack pretty well. So was the music from that inspiration for your music? I would like to say that it is. Um, it's, it's hard to say that it truly is because I don't fully... It's hard to be like a musical person and not know music. Like I couldn't tell you like, oh, the key in this song or this movement or like, oh, I love this mode use. Like it's hard to speak to those things. But growing up with the music, like RPG music in general greatly inspires me. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm kind of similar in the sense that like I don't know a lot of technical terms about music too. Um, but I just go by ear a lot of the time. But yeah, I mean, that's cool. Your artwork for this was so pretty. Where is it from or did you take it? And if you did, or even if you didn't, which city is it? That is actually in Tokyo at the Tokyo Skytree. Ah, it's so dreamy. I took that, yeah, I, we were in Tokyo and Kyoto and Kinosaki Onsen last February for about two and a half weeks. And I just took that on my phone and was like, this really reminds me of Seattle just because it was so rainy and I was really hoping to see more, but like something about the photo is just really pretty. And I was like, this fits really well. Yeah. It's got a really good vibe. Like I was wondering if it was like Japan or if it was like, cause it's really bright, but has kind of the fogginess that you might see there, but that's awesome. We, we've been to Japan, but we've never been to the sky tree. So is that something you'd recommend going to? I found it kind of like, if you like to do silly stuff, I love to do that with my partner. Like, we will go to the Space Needle. We'll go just random, like, very touristy things. And it's just, like, a fun date. Cause I, we kind of collect the souvenir pictures that they give you. It's, like, a weird, oh, fun a memory idea. thing. That's awesome. I never think to do that. That's kind of the best idea. What is something that you've been into recently? Like, anything-wise or music-wise? Just... Just anything, music or not music, just anything you've been like kind of super into. I've been like weirdly obsessed with pixel art lately. I don't necessarily make it myself, but it reminds me of the video game culture that I love. So I've been like hunting down people of like, people will randomly tweet, oh, this cool pixel art thing, and then try to actually find the artist and like, Oh wow, I love everything this person makes, like their style, their approach. Because it's a really restrictive medium, but still like very expressive. Yeah, and I, I feel like it's kind of like, kind of punk in a way, where it's like, it's raw, but there's like, still a lot of ways you can express with it. Yeah, it really is like punk. It's a good, uh, it's a good comparison. Um, what is a song you think everyone should go and listen to? Ooh, um, I think everyone should listen to Devotion by East Ghost. I know that song. We, we both know that. <laughs> Very good song. Yeah, that's like, that's been a staple in my like Spotify playlist for a long time. And then I think I only just saw him like last year in Portland. It was great. Are you based in Portland? 
We didn't ask this. <laughs> oh, no, I'm based in Seattle. Okay, cool. Um, so what do you want to plug? What do you, what do you want people to listen to or check out of yours? Of mine, I don't have anything necessarily timely right now. If you like random lo-fi house and or hip-hop, I would check out my lo-fi Christmas album. It was half a joke, but it became something uh, me and my partner both really enjoyed. So I would check that out. But within the next three weeks, I have a project based on a bunch of recordings I made on the train in Japan that should be pretty sweet. I'm very excited about it. I actually commissioned a bunch of pixel art for it. So that sounds so sick. That sounds awesome. That's something we'll definitely like share with our uh, page. But where would we find it for all those who don't go to our page? It will be on Spotify under Matthew Callis. I actually really hate trying to like direct people to find my name. There's a bunch of Matthew Callis's in the world because there's like a you Google and you get like a lawyer. So I always send people to Spotify.ffc.fm and it just takes you right to it. Okay, sweet. Cool. Um, we'll include all of the links to SFC's music in our notes, but also thanks so much yeah, for being you. on our podcast. Thank you for having me. This was actually a lot of fun. Cool. That was awesome to talk to Matthew and get some more insight on the song. Definitely. So each week we answer one of your guys' questions. So this week... The question is from D Cozy Captures on Instagram. And he asks, how often do you guys travel together? So thanks for asking that. So we, um, if yeah. one of us is traveling, the other one is with them most of the time. Always. The answer is like literally always like. Unless I go home to Vermont by well, myself. That's the only time we're not traveling together. As far as like personal life, but like you're. We're always touring together, flying out to shows together, driving to shows together. We're basically like a two-person band in that sense for touring, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't play a show without you at this point. Like, if I leave, if I have to go to the bathroom during your set, which is not often, you literally will fall off the stage or something. Like, it has happened. <laughs> like, I've left for three minutes and I walk back and you're off the stage. Maybe. I mean... <laughs> That one time, like, I almost broke my rib. <laughs> Were you watching? Uh, yes. Okay, so never that mind. That was there, that, for that one. But, like, yeah, it's, like, even just, like, putting my mask on is kind of incredibly complicated, and, like, you're the only person that knows how to do it, and it will fall off without you. Yeah, it's, like, before the show, I feel like that's a very stressful mask-putting-on experience. Yeah, little does everyone know. But another side to like our lives though is like we love traveling together and just travel in general. Yes, we've tried to be more conscious about it though recently. True, but like our job requires like a lot of it and like we just like airplanes. I mean, and honestly, when we first were together, it was while well, we were touring, so it's kind of the foundation of our relationship. Yeah, it's true, and we're married. Yeah. Did we say that yet? We're married. And we don't fight in the airport. We don't. We're like so used to... We're not like other couples. Yeah, we just fight at, <laughs> We fight at home. Yeah, we fight at home, <laughs> not at the airport. We, we at least fight in the comfort of our own home, not in front of little kids. 
Yeah, we never get mad at anything. And I feel like that's... Before you marry someone, you should go on a really stressful trip and like to a country where you don't speak the language because... Like you should do a world tour. Yeah, you should just so you know. No, it's true. How they'll react when their flight's delayed. It's fun to travel with you. And I feel like that can't be true for everyone. Like two people that maybe aren't compatible. So yeah. True. That's that's the answer to that question. Thank you so much, D Cozy. Is there anything else you want to say about this? Is there any trip that you remember from the beginning of our relationship that was particularly hard, but that we got through? Do you? Yeah. Okay, you tell me. <laughs> okay. When we went to, I don't know if this was my first or second European tour with you, but we were going to Russia and we were in Kazan. Oh, yeah. And no one would tell us what was happening. And we were stranded in the airport there, like past security. And we couldn't go out. And it was the smallest airport ever. And we were just sitting there for so long. True. It was like a really small airport and they kind of grounded all the flights and we just didn't have any information that we could understand, I guess. Like basically we felt like we were in a foreign country because we were. And not everyone spoke English and we definitely didn't speak any Russian. So it was just this huge issue of just like, but like we didn't fight. No, we didn't. We felt like calm. I think I remember, but I mean, yeah, so that's that's it. I just feel like an important thing is just laughing. Yeah. Not taking things too seriously. Like, when something goes wrong on travel, it's like, it's bound to happen. Just, like, just don't worry about it. You I getting guess. mad will not make it get better. Yeah, like, I see so many dudes yelling at airport people. It's like, what are they, the pilot? What are they going to change the weather? True. Like, <laughs> people will freak out when they're like, okay, they'll be like, Oh, uh, we had to delay the flight because there's a tornado five feet from here. And people will be like, why would you do that to me? Or the like <laughs> airlines always doing this. Yeah. Like, but airlines always being people safe. People are always mad at safety precautions. And I just don't think that's. Yeah. So that's the answer is like be better travelers because we are. <laughs> no, <laughs> the answer is we always travel together and we love it. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, if you want to ask us a question for next week, you can ask us through patreon yes if you join patreon now become an imaginary friend we'll have weekly polls about asking us questions and you can join our imaginary friends discord and talk to us there we're gonna have an opportunity for you to ask questions there too so cool and if you want your question to be featured on the podcast try to ask one that both of us can answer because yeah chances are we're not gonna ask a slow magic only one yeah not just for me but Something we both could answer would be great. So, but yeah, so this is the end of our podcast. I just want to thank everyone for listening. And if you got this far, that means you literally love this podcast. So please like subscribe and rate it and let us know on Twitter or Instagram if you listened. Our Instagram and our Twitter is at PlaydatePod. So yeah, just send us some love. Bye. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Um, We are so stoked to be doing this and just talking. Like, I've been silent for so long. So, yeah. Cool. So, see you next week. Yeah.